listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Church every day. Home Bible study 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. 
Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Everybody and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a reminder, if you're not getting our texts and updates from our broadcast when we have a cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulties, something happens we can't get on the air, and you're sitting there in front of your laptop, PC, smartphone, or tablet, and you're wondering, why isn't the broadcast on? Well, you don't have to wonder anymore. All you got to do is get your phone out just like you see on the screen and text at CAC Daily to the number 81010. It's simple. It's easy. No one ever gets your cell phone number, not even me. So join today and start getting texts and updates from this broadcast. Also, uh, looking outside my window pane, it is 61 degrees. Kind of a cloudy day, hazy day. But uh, a change is a coming. That's right. It's supposed to turn cooler. Uh, I think Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And by Sunday, we're talking just about 55 for the high, some, somewhere around there. So let's just take a look and see what the the updates are. Looks like that today's going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood with increasing cloudiness because we're going to have about a high of 81. And for some reason, that just did not uh, come up right, so I'm going to have to uh, make just a little bit of change here and uh, try to get everything just right so we can uh, get this on here. Now let's try it again, see if it shows up any better. Nope, not yet. Uh, let's see here. Maybe that's what i got to do. There we go. Now, 81 degrees for the high today. And looks like it's going to have increasing cloudiness. And then tomorrow going to be mostly cloudy and not as warm. A little rain in the afternoon. 70 degrees. Look at Saturday. 56 degrees for the high. That's not the low. That's the high. And look at Saturday night. 39 degrees. Yeah, we don't want no 39 degrees right now. But I guess we'll just have to go ahead and take it. I know. I know. No use to boo. It's coming. It's coming. And then Sunday, 55 degrees, going to be cool with clouds and sun. So, yeah, that's what the next few days are going to hold. If you are in the Yalabud, Ohio area, that is around Columbus, around Circleville, around, uh, let's see what else other place that is, uh, Chillicothe then come on out and be with us. That's Friday night and Saturday. Friday night, we'll be preaching at Yalabud, the anniversary service, and then Saturday will be the actual anniversary service with a meal following. And uh, so we always have a great time when we go to Yalabud, and uh, we want to make sure that uh, you know that we're up in that area. Come on out and be with us and be a part of what's going on for that anniversary. That church has been there a long, long time. It was started by uh, the elder brother Jordan, and now it is being pastored by the son, the younger brother Jordan. And uh, it is, uh, they've had a few pastors in between, and one of them was uh, Brother Frank Hall, 
and uh, he was, I considered him my pastor and leader, as well as Brother Bobby Alvey. Uh, there were two men who, after I started pastoring, I started uh, sitting under their leadership. So uh, we just uh, appreciate the church asking us to come again and be a part of those services because uh, we always have a great time when we go to Yalabud. So if you're in the Yalabud area, Chillicothe, Ohio, Circleville, south of Columbus, about 40 minutes from Columbus, something like that, come on and be with us at Yalabud Church of Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, come on out and be with us. And, uh, well, let's see what else we've got going on here. Uh, I guess I couldn't make a few announcements other than that. We can talk about the upcoming events at CAC. And, of course, we got uh, we got our Christmas program sign-up sheet on the back podium. So if you want to be in the Christmas program this year, it is time to sign up. Also, CAC Homecoming Service, Saturday, October the 21st and 22nd, just around the corner. Brother George Scott is going to be with us. And so we're excited about Brother Scott coming. And then uh, CAC Trunk or Treat, Tuesday, October the 31st, 6 to 8 p.m. It's always a great time to witness to our community and invite them to come to church. CAC Harvest Time Crusade, Friday, November the 17th, 7 p.m., Brother Buddy Puckett. Saturday, November the 18th, 7 p.m., Brother James Chesser. And Sunday, November the 19th, 11 a.m., Brother Michael Moppin. Also, CAC Daily ICAST, yes, right here, online celebration. That's going to be on Tuesday, December the 5th, as we celebrate 10 years. Started back in 2013, on December the 5th, 2013, started broadcasting Monday through Friday. We'll talk a little bit about how we got started and maybe even have a little reminiscing of some great things the Lord did and has been doing and will continue to do through this broadcast. Also, our Christmas program will be Sunday, December the 10th at 6 p.m. And to round out the year, we have our New Year's Eve celebration, Sunday, December 31st, 9 p.m. past midnight. So, yeah, going to have a great time. Also, uh, we want to remind everyone that we do have prayer requests and people that need prayer. So we want to mention the last 10, but you can see all of those scrolling your screen. And we want to remember Elizabeth Burpee, Sarah Aweed, and Roseanne Ryan, Ibrahim Issa, Steve Smith, Skyla, Braden Steele, Keegan Lambert. Uh, let's remember... Also, Pam Bartley, and I'd say the Keegan L is Keegan Lambert again. So we're going to uh, just take that off, and if that's not correct, if that's another person, another name, then whoever put that one on the list can put it back. But uh, we want to remember all of these folks uh, that are... Um, uh, having uh, some will be facing surgery, some will be going through uh, situations that they need uh, the Lord to direct them. Whatever it is, we know that the Lord is able. So uh, that's our prayer list. If you would like to 
send in a prayer request or a testimony, 606-282-4108, or prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray for the broadcast today. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. Thanking you, Lord, that we can fellowship with your people from the East Coast to the West Coast and around the world by using and utilizing this platform. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one who is on our prayer list. You know their needs, their situations, the circumstances that they are surrounded by. And, Lord, we just ask that you would just open up the windows of heaven and begin to pour out blessings that will bring what they have need of. Lord, I pray that you would touch everyone who's watching live today and who will watch by way of on-demand at a later time. And, Lord, we ask for your blessings that we will rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, that we'll all leave here with more knowledge than we came. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, we are so glad that you've joined us today. Of course, um, looking at our current uh, radar conditions here in East Kentucky, uh, you can see that we don't have nothing going on right now, but um, that all is going to change uh, because as you can see from just the graph, uh, everything out here that's to our west and kind of to our southwest, well, tomorrow evening, some of that's going to be working into our area. So that'll be tomorrow evening. So keep that in mind. And of course, we're glad that you've joined us today. Hope you'll stick around for the entirety of the broadcast. It's 1015 in the AM on this fifth day of October. It is the 150th episode of this year that we have done. And uh, I'm not sure we're going to get our 200 in, but we may, but it'll be close. This is day 278 of 365 days. So, yeah, this year's quickly and swiftly coming to a close. And also, we, as we said, we usually get about 200 episodes in. So when we get ready to celebrate our 10th anniversary service, December the 5th of this year, we will have over 2,100 episodes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of episodes. The Lord has blessed us to uh, continue, and it's because of our faithful viewing audience. Always remember that. It's because of you that we are able to continue this broadcast. Well, let's see if we can't start reading our way this morning in 2 Kings chapter 3. We're reading our way, I should say, 1 Kings chapter 3. We're reading our way through the Old Testament. Once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to loop back through the New Testament. So here we go with 1 Kings chapter 3. 1 Kings chapter 3. And Solomon made affinity with Pharaoh king of Egypt, and took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David, until he had made an end of building his own house, and the house of the Lord and the wall of Jerusalem round about. Only the people sacrificed in high places, because there was no house built unto the name of the Lord until those days. And Solomon loved the Lord walking in the statues of David his father. Only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. 
In Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David my father great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness, that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father, and I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people which thou hast chosen, a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of thine enemies, but hast asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment, behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. And if thou wilt walk in my ways, to keep my statutes and my commandments, as thy father David did walk, then I will lengthen thy days. And Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And he came to Jerusalem, and stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and offered up burnt offerings, and offered peace offerings, and made a feast to all his servants. Then came there two women that were harlots under the king, and stood before him. And the one woman said, O oh my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house, and I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass, the third day after that I was delivered, that this woman was delivered also, and we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. And this woman's child died in the night, because she overlaid it. And she arose at midnight, and took my son from beside me, while thine handmaid slept and laid it in her bosom, and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son, which I did bear. And the other woman said, Nay, but the living is my son, and the dead is thy son. And the said, No, but the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. Thus they spake before the king. Then the king said, The one saith, This is my son that liveth, and thy son is the dead. And the other saith, Nay, but thy son is the dead, and my son is the living. And the king said, Bring me a sword. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to the one and half to the other. 
Then spake the woman whose the living child was under the king, for her bowels yearned upon her son, and she said, Oh, my lord, give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. But the other said, Let it be neither mine nor thine, but divide it. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had judged, and they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to do judgment. Four degrees outside my window pane. Going to be about 81 today, so going to be a nice day today with increasing cloudiness, of course. But uh, then it's going to take a nosedive. Yeah, it's really going to start taking a nosedive, and then it's going to struggle from then on out to get out of the uh, the 60 degree range for a while. And uh, I was looking at uh, the future prediction that was, I think, a 45-day prediction. And all of them are in the uh, 60s, 50s, 60s, and low 70s for the next 45 days. So, yeah, I guess winter time is up on us, and it'll be here before you know it. Thanksgiving's just around the corner, and also so is our... Uh, Harvest Time Crusade, so you don't want to miss that. That's coming up in November. Always have a great time. It's always the weekend before Thanksgiving, so keep that in mind. Also, let's see what else we got going on here. Uh, let's see. I think it's time for us to do a little something that we like to do about this time of the broadcast. And, of course, uh, we... Just bill it as, do you have a minute? Well, of course you do. And if you've got a minute, then you've got 60, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Let's see if I can get this number one podcast back in 2021. Let's see how it went back then. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Richard D. McKinney, pastor of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Psalms 46 and verse number 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. One of the hardest things for us as God's people is simply to be still. Have you ever had your kids running around and being a little bit maybe rowdy and you just look at them and say, be still? Well, we as God's children need to learn to be still. In the Hebrew, still means to relax. Sometimes we just need to relax and realize 
that God is in control. Be still and know that I am God. Time is it? I tell you what it's time it is. Time. It's time for another CAC what trivia question of the day. CAC it's trivia time question time. of the day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps it's Radio time. and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9:30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the List Live link. Sunday mornings at 9:30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question. What, time what relative of Abinadab was Jonathan? What relative of Abinadab was Jonathan? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results... We do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. Yesterday's trivia question was simply this, which is the only apostle thought not to have been martyred. And out of those that participated, it looks like 100% of you got it correct. So you got the correct answer, the apostle John. Well, 100% of you got it correct, so that's a good job. And you can get today's correct. And today's trivia question simply is, what relative of Abinadab was Jonathan? What relative of Abinadab was Jonathan? So uh, with that in mind, you can uh, get your concordance out, get your Bible out. You can Google it, but go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily or the Facebook page of the church at CAC Phelps KY. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. You got a one in three chance of getting it correct because it's a multiple choice question. Remember in school when you used to love, or at least me, I used to love multiple choice questions. Yeah, always like those. Well, you always had a chance of at least one in three, one in four chance of getting it right. So 
I always liked those questions. I always hated to have to fill out a paragraph or to do a, I forget what you call those, um, if it's a, a compound question or, or how it's worded, but I always like the multiple choice. Well, let's see what else we got here. We got one more thing. We're going to try our best to squeeze in right here. And uh, this is the Commonwealth Minute. And, of course, uh, this is brought to you by Commonwealth Policy Center. Richard Nelson is the uh, executive director. So here we go with the Commonwealth Minute. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. A group of Republican lawmakers in Louisville announced the Safer Kentucky Act. It's a plan to crack down on crime and update Kentucky's criminal code. The act increases the penalties for the lethal drug fentanyl, attempted murder, and vandalism, which are all on the rise in Louisville. The Safer Kentucky Act also targets repeat felons through a three-strikes law. A third felony conviction would lead to a life sentence in prison. The bill's sponsor, Representative Jared Bauman of Louisville, said that many of his constituents have seen crime increase and they don't feel safe in their own neighborhoods. Bauman is a Republican who unseated a long-tenured moderate Democrat who likely suffered under his party's defund the police push. Now it appears to be Republicans' turn to set public policy in our biggest cities. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC4Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Policy Center Commonwealth Minute. And yes, there's a lot of crime in Louisville on the rise. There was a person telling me one time they was holding a funeral and they had a drive-by shooting that just sprayed the funeral home and and everything with uh, with bullets. It was just crazy. So, uh, yeah, our bigger cities and not only in Kentucky, but all over the U.S. and around the world are being taken over by those who know that they're not going to have to have any penalty for their actions. So there's some Republicans that are proposing a Safer Kentucky Act. We'll see how that goes. Well, it is time for us to take our break, and the reason we take our break, we got to clear up the lags so that we can record these, put them on the archives, People can watch them on their own time frame, so don't go anywhere. Don't touch at any key because we'll be right back. Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day. Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to q95fm.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's q95fm.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. 
And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast as we bring you just a little bit of church everyday home Bible study 21st century style. We certainly appreciate you joining us today as we get ready to pick up where we left off yesterday in our study. And uh, we are studying our way through the book of Revelation. We are in chapter 4. And I think we're picking up in verse number three today. So let's just jump right into this study this morning. So Revelation chapter four and verse number three begins to read like this. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty Uh, four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunders and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion and the second beast like a calf. And the third beast had the face as a man and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him. And they were full of eyes within and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. So with that, uh, I want to go to the Lord in prayer, and I want us to just uh, study today. This is going to be uh, lesson number uh, 1091 of our study through the Word, but we want to just jump right in and uh, study this in Revelation, so we hope it'll be a blessing to you. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name, to utilize this platform to teach your word. I pray that you would bless us today as we study your word, that we will rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, that we may all leave here with more knowledge than we came. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, I want to uh, kind of pick up 
and just this scene uh, that we see uh, where there is um, the appearance uh, that he that sat upon uh, the throne uh, was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And uh, so when you look at those uh, particulars, you just really begin to see how that uh, this is a, a picture of the splendor of not only heaven, but the splendor of our Lord sitting up on the throne. And uh, we, we are one day going to see all of this that we're studying. It will become a reality, and we will all see it one day. And uh, I just hope that... Uh, I just hope that we can, uh, uh, you know, uh, live our life down here, study about it, and hunger to always want to uh, be able to make heaven our home because that's what it's going to be worth it all. No matter what you go through, no matter how tough it gets down here, no matter how, uh, you know, aggravating it gets and, and all of these things, it's good to know that, uh, that, uh, we are going to be able to uh, take and just uh, uh, study and long, long for home, I guess is is what I uh, would like to say, just long for home. Uh, looking in uh, Daniel and, uh, and Revelation, you can see a lot of comparisons uh, of things, uh, Ezekiel, Daniel, Revelation. Uh, you can uh, compare a lot of things of what is seen. But uh, I want to uh, just kind of give us a little background because we've got to remember what is Revelation again? It is the revelation of Jesus Christ. So, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at things which are to come, of course. We're looking at these, uh, we just got through studying the seven churches. And uh, then we uh, began to uh, dive into this next section of what's going to happen hereafter. What's going to happen after the church age. Uh, this is a scene in heaven. And the doors open. Uh, immediately he's in the spirit. And now we're starting to see this uh, central place which drew John's attention was simply a throne sat in heaven, uh, set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. There's only one God, and, and therefore uh, there's not any need for uh, there to be that one throne and then one on each side. Uh, you know, we got uh, thrones that are mentioned here with the 24 elders. But um, this is the throne that the Lord sets on. And that's going to be where uh, ruling, reigning, judgment, all these things are going to take place. Now, the red sardine stone speaks of God's wrath. Whenever you see red in the Bible, you can always either equate it with, uh, with blood, the shedding of blood. And uh, you can... You can talk about the blood that Jesus shed for us, or you can talk about the, uh, uh, the judgment, if you will, or of God's wrath that's going to come upon the earth. However, around the throne is an emerald rainbow, and this green rainbow speaks of mercy. And therefore, we should note 
that uh, there is no rainbow around the great white throne. And, and some people get the throne of Christ and and the white great white throne mixed up. There's no um, rainbow around the great white throne, but there is one around this throne that John saw and one sitting on the throne. So with that said, it's important to understand why was the rainbow given in the first place? Well, the rainbow was given as a sign that the Lord would no more bring judgment upon the earth with water, but it would be fire. He, he is going to bring his wrath upon this earth, and, and so this rainbow speaks of mercy. Aren't you glad for the mercy of the Lord? Aren't you glad that there is a rainbow around this throne that, that is indicating that there's mercy? Even though the Lord has wrath, he has mercy. Oh, I'm glad for the mercy of the Lord. Now, only here during the tribulation will judgment be administered, tempered with mercy. Now, let's look at these four living creatures. I think it's interesting that when we start looking at these four living creatures, uh, we begin to see that um, they they look a little odd to us. Uh, if if you was to draw the way that this uh, word depicts them, they are strange-looking creatures. I don't know if I have a... Uh, I don't think I do, but... Uh, uh, I don't have that uh, that graph, but uh, just looking at uh, the rapture of the church and, of course, uh, beginning to look at all of these uh, things that maybe we, we look at and we say, well, you know, um, there's different um, symbolism, uh, different understandings of this. So let's kind of dive in and just see what we can glean from the living creatures, the four living creatures. There are four beasts on each side of the throne. You can call them beasts. You can call them living creatures. The word beast actually comes from a word just literally meaning living creatures. They had the appearance of a lion, a calf, a man, and an eagle. Now, I think there's a lot read into that because every time that somebody sees an eagle in uh, in the Word of God, they automatically say, well, you know, the eagle is the symbol of uh, America. You know, the national uh, symbol is an eagle. And so they automatically start tying the U.S. into these things. But let's just see what the Word says. I, I'm a firm believer that uh, you can have your opinion, I can have my opinion, but when it comes to teaching and preaching the Word, we have to stick to what the Word says. We can't put our speculations or I, our ideology into uh, the teaching. You have to take it line upon line and precept upon precept. So let's look at these and let's just begin to uh, see how uh, we can glean something from this. Uh, it's possible that these are the same creatures that Ezekiel saw. Now, when you look in Ezekiel chapter 1, verses 5 through 11, 
what were the, I guess we could ask the question, what was the purpose of these um, four living creatures? What was their purpose? Well, the simple answer is they were to worship God. If you look and you see how that um, these uh, creatures were around the throne, and I will kind of uh, bring that up so you can kind of follow along. Um, day and night, which means, uh, of course, we know there's no night in heaven. Uh, so uh, day and night just reference all the time. That's, that's if I say I was up all day and all night, you know uh, that I was not referencing to uh, the light and the darkness. I was just referencing I have been up all the time. So that is what this is referenced to. These four living creatures, their job is to simply praise and worship the Lord. And uh, so day and night, what are they saying? Well, they're saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come, declaring him to be the one who was, the one who is, and the one who is to come. So we see their main purpose was to worship God. They did this continually, as the word says, day and night. Now, the four and twenty elders mentioned is another uh, kind of unknown uh, that, uh, you know, uh, what what are these uh, four and twenty elders or twenty-four elders? What are their purposes? Uh, why are they uh, there? Uh, why do they have thrones? Uh, so there's a lot of things that we can look at in the symbolism of the book as well as the um uh, the natural things that we will actually see uh, that has no symbolism to it. It's just, it says what it means and means what it says. So let's look at these four and 20 elders. Around the throne were four uh, and 20 seats or 24 seats where 24 elders were seated. Now these elders represent, most scholars say, the entire church. These elders represent a complete or whole. Now, we know that uh, when you read the Word of God, you understand that uh, we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, that there's going to be foundations. There's going to be, uh, you know, um, uh, looking at the 12 apostles. Uh, so now we have 24 apostles. Uh, Elders is what they're called. And so these elders represent, I feel, and it's most scholars that uh, begin to tell us about their studies. They say it just represents the entirety of the church. And what it is, because you know what the Bible says, that we shall rule and reign with him. We shall rule and reign with him. So it's like a thousand days uh, or a thousand years is as a day and a day is a thousand years. Symbolism, sometimes we have 24 elders. Are they actually 24 elders or does it represent an entirety? Let's look at these elders. They're clothed in white raiment. 
and they have crowns of gold upon their heads. And, uh, you know, the saints were made king and priests unto God. The gold crown speaks of being kings, and the white raiment speaks of being priests. It also speaks of righteousness. They've been cleansed. So we can see that maybe these 24 elders don't represent uh, 24 individual people. Uh, most scholars seem to think it represents the entirety of the church. Whether you believe it's 24 individual elders or the entirety of the church is a non-salvational issue. So we're not going to fall out and we're not going to say, well, now praise God, if you don't understand that, you can't go to heaven. No, some things we'll understand better by and by. Some things we'll understand when we get to heaven. So with that said, uh, you know, uh, their song identified them as being representative of the church. Thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. That's Revelation 5 and verse number 9. So looking at these four living creatures that all they do all the time, and, and of course we all can agree that there is no night in heaven, right? But yet it is referred to that day and night this is what they do. They just simply cry, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And then we see these four and twenty elders. And um, so we see that uh, these four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying this, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. I think that's just a great symbol of heaven where you've got uh, praise and worship around the throne. You've got uh, bowing before the throne, casting crowns before the throne. And you know there's been a many a song written uh, that one day we'll lay down our crown. And we all know in Paul's writings that uh, there are crowns laid up, not just for him, but for all who love his appearing and are ready to meet him. We'll have a crown, robe and crown. We shall wear a robe and crown. Well, that robe is white raiment. That uh, crown is a crown. And here we see these 24 elders now bowing before the throne and casting their their crowns before the throne. And so uh, they began to just uh, cast their crowns before the throne and saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. The next thing that we begin to see in this scene that is unfolding in heaven, we have to go into verse number 5. And it says this. It just simply begins to say, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. 
So before we get into that particular, just one more thing. Seven lamps are mentioned and a sea of glass. Out of the throne came lightning and thunders which speak of judgment. Before the throne were seven lamps, seven lamps, uh, which were uh, the seven or are the seven spirits of God. Now, the number seven, whether you say, okay, there's seven spirits around, or whether you're going to say uh, this is the completion, this is a, a total, uh, a perfection, if you will, because the number seven always means perfection. And most scholars think this particular text shows the perfect uh, knowledge of God. Nothing is hidden from him. So uh, whether this, um, you know, seven spirits, seven lamps, or seven individual things that you see, or if it is representing the completion or perfection of God, uh, that is um, something that we'll understand again better by and by. So the sea of glass was an area of peace and tranquility before the throne. That This area seemed to be reserved uh, for those who have been through some things. It's, just a, it's, a, it's a place where they will stand in Revelation 15 upon this sea of glass. It's kind of a uh, a, a tranquil place, a place of, of uh, if you will, peace and comfort. If we could, if we could term it that way, heaven's going to be nothing but peace and comfort and joy, and and uh, there'll be no sadness, disappointment, uh, none of those things. So, with that said, uh, you you start seeing these symbolisms, and a lot of times we can interpret scripture with scripture, and a lot of times we just have to say. It is what it is, and we can't uh, speculate because it doesn't elaborate. And uh, no use to speculate when it doesn't elaborate. Then there is that one throne. Now, this is a simple thing to understand. And when you go to um, uh, Revelation chapter 4, verse number 2, you see that there is only one throne that John sees immediately upon entering in to heaven and one that sits on the throne. The other things he sees around in different places, but the central focus is that one throne and one that sits on the throne. There's only one God. That's, that's evident from Genesis 1 and 1 all the way to Revelation. Only one God that we will see in heaven. Some believe they're going to see three, but the Bible is very definite in the matter. We shall see Jesus. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. The one who is seated upon the one throne. Very simple. Chapter 5, John saw Jesus, the Lamb of God, take the sealed book out of the right hand of him upon the throne. Does this mean and make Two gods? No. It's simply that our Lord acted in, if we could term it this way, two offices. Because Jesus, most scholars will even agree, no matter what their uh, doctrine is. 
that Jesus is God manifest in the flesh. Why did he come in the flesh? To give his life on a cross, to shed his blood so that we could have forgiveness of sins. So this scene is not a literal lamb coming and, and taking the, the book. It's, it's really just showing us that Jesus is the one that now has the right has the right to take the book and uh, does not represent two gods. Jesus, the Lamb of God, takes the sealed book out of the right hand. Right hand always represents, and again, we want to state this, right hand always represents power. We all know that God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But we also know that God became flesh, dwelt among us. That's right. So now we see just the understanding that Jesus is God. Remember, this is the revelation of who Jesus is. Revelation's all about revealing Jesus. I see that our time is up, and I want to stop right there because uh, I want to stop with that uh, particular uh, study on one throne because uh, if we're not careful, I feel that we'll just get too much going on, and next thing you know, we're questioning uh, things and we're not able to comprehend things. So uh, with, with the understanding of the uh, one throne, and one that sat on the throne, we understand that there is not two gods, not three gods, but one God. These other thrones of the 24 elders, whether it's representative of the church as completion or whether it's 24 elders that are, uh, you know, uh, sitting and ruling, uh, but everything you read about those 24 elders can be related to the church the way they're dressed, uh, their, their crowns on their head. Uh, you know, we're, we're kings and priests. Uh, he's made us that. So you can look at that in, in that manner. Also, when you look at uh, the uh, four living creatures, their entire job, if you will, what their purpose was, was to worship the Lord day and night. They cried, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. So they began to just cry that day and night, day and night. So with that said, I want to close with, with that, and we'll pick up tomorrow uh, with the one throne and uh, try to work our way on through the book of Revelation. I hope it's been a blessing to you. I hope it has helped you. I hope that uh, it has been clear. And uh, I, I know that uh, sometimes when you start talking about the book of Revelation, it can become confusing. I've even heard people say, I don't even want to study it because it's, uh, it's confusing or it's scary or it's this, that, or the other. But you know what? It's there for us to study, and we need to study it. Let's pray and ask the Lord to give us wisdom so that we can all understand the Word. Lord, we come before your presence. I thank you for the study today. I pray, Lord, that I have clarified your word and not misrepresented or wrongly divided the word in any way. But 
I pray, Lord, that I have rightly divided the word of truth and expounded it so that we can all get that glimpse of heaven, realizing that the central focus of heaven is you and that the central focus of heaven, Lord, is you on the throne. So I pray, Lord, that you would just help us that as we study this word together, that we will all want to know more about you and be ready when you come back. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. certainly hope that you've enjoyed the teaching today. The sun is shining outside. It is 64 degrees outside my window pane. Going to be a nice day, but increasing cloudiness tonight and then rain tomorrow and then nose diving in temperature. But that's coming up Saturday and Sunday more so than any other day. But uh, we also want to remind you that we do have our trivia question up and running, and we want you to uh, participate in the trivia question. Very simple, very easy. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. What relative of Abinadab was Jonathan? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Well, I hope you enjoyed the broadcast today. Hope you will study the word even beyond what we teach and uh, that you can just keep studying and asking the Lord to reveal things to you. Until tomorrow's broadcast, everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.